Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. In this episode, we'll discuss The Ghost and Mrs. Muir, a lovely little supernatural romance movie from, I believe, 1947. Am I correct? That no? rings a bell, so I think that's correct. I think yes. so. <laughs> Should have looked that up, but uh, I'm not that kind of person today, at least. <laughs> My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. Yeah, so uh, we chose this lovely little movie because we both have a large crush on Gene Tierney. <laughs> I believe we share that at least. Yes. We have that in common. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's just one of the most gorgeous mm-hmm. uh, golden age of Hollywood ladies in my in my book. Yeah. Uh, amazing. So anyways, I think that's why we chose it. And it's also just a really nice premise. And the premise is that... A just like the title says, Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Uh, it's about a a widow with a with a daughter and her um, servant or or maid. I don't know if exactly what's the right word there, but at least she goes to a a seaside seaside town and she moves into a a rented house that is looking very very lovely but the person who is supposed to rent it he's like no i don't you don't want to stay here it's haunted basically <laughs> but mrs muir or lucy muir as she is called uh, she is a very headstrong woman and she doesn't take any bullshit really she's like i want this i get a good feeling out of this there's no ghost it's no it, there's no such thing as ghosts very very down to earth and grounded sort of person. It's my um, my opinion on her, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then ghosty stuff do- does start to happen really soon, <laughs> really soon after she she uh, moves her stuff in, and it sort of just goes from there. Um, one night she sort of tells the ghost this empty room, the the empty kitchen, and she's like, "I know you're here. You're being an asshole. I know you're here." And the ghost appears. And he's actually a very attractive sailor. <laughs> very attractive, very handsome, scruffy looking, handsome. Mm-hmm. And from there, we sort of have a romance story developing. It starts out as friendship, sort of, like a bit antagonistically friendship going. Uh, turns into a romance as they sort of agree to work together for the sake of the house and sort of having two nice separate lives separately. Because he does not like intruders at all, the sailor. He's very protective of his house, which is why he's been haunting it <laughs> ferociously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Um, but like I said before, Lucy is very headstrong and she does not take no if she believes no is not the way forward. 
so she and uh, and the sailor named Daniel Gregg, they sort of work together in writing a book based on his life because he's dead for a couple of decades, maybe maybe one decade. I don't remember exactly how long he'd been dead. It was several years anyway. So, yes, several. Yeah, 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 for a long time. Long enough for the house to have a really bad reputation. So I would figure <laughs> yes. it's a bit. Yeah. yeah. Some, some years must have passed. But she actually gets a book deal with this uh, sailor-themed biography book. And that sort of makes it so that she can buy the house from the, the ghost sailor's brother, who was just owning it and didn't do much with it, except for renting it out to people who didn't want to stay. <laughs> so she starts, like she owns the house, but, you know, Daniel the ghost, he's like, I'm a ghost. You should get out and live. You can't just stay here in the house with me. I'm dead. You're a lovely, attractive woman who should be with men. He says that like straight out. So she's like, okay, I'll try that. Uh, and she runs into the first best asshole, basically, that she finds. She's like, yeah, I'll settle for him. Perfect. Let's get married. So she's like really in this mindset. She's like, okay, I'll marry this asshole called Miles. Miles Fairley. We think. We're not completely sure, you and I, if his last name was Fairley. But we'll go I with think it. so, yeah. yeah. Fairley or Farley or something. It doesn't matter. Yeah, or Fartley. <laughs> He should be called <laughs> such. Don't like him. And, you know, he's just not being like a general asshole. He's also, it turns out, already married. <gasps> oh. Yes. Da, da, da. The plot twist. Mm-hmm. And the horrible thing is, his wife is like, yeah, he does this. You're not the first. Mm. He, she's insinuating that. So then Lucy is sort of goes on with her life, basically. She lives in this uh, lovely, lovely house by the sea and grows old because the ghost, they sort of had a separation moment where he's like, you do your thing. You're going to remember me as a dream. Swishy things. And she just has this sort of feeling of having something experienced, but she can't really mm-hmm. um, say exactly what it is. Uh, so she grows old and uh, it's kind of heartbreaking <laughs> and um, she she dies. This is very close to the ending. So I'm sorry, listener. We have went way beyond spoilers at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have pointed that out earlier. Um, but she dies and then Daniel comes back for her and they go into the sunset together finally mm. living the life they should have had from the beginning in a way living or should happily, i say yeah happily ever yeah. after in the afterlife <laughs> exactly life started when it ended in yeah. a way yeah so that was you know a rambly rundown of ghost and mrs muir um it's just lovely movie lovely Yes, yes. I, you know, almost as soon as this started, I sort of fell in love with it. Because in the beginning, yeah, yeah, it starts out with uh, Lucy having a uh, discussion with Mm. her mother and sister-in-law. 
talking about her dead husband and and how she wants to move away from them and sort of mm. have her own life. Uh, and they're just sort of, oh, you can't move out on your own with your daughter, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to live? And, you know, Lucy's like, well, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. And they yeah. basically say, well, you can't abandon your husband. And she's just like... I'm not He's leaving dead. him. <laughs> I'm not leaving him. I'm leaving you. That yeah. I think that's the exact line that she said. And I just, oh, that was so... Yeah, you know. just <laughs> from scene one or frame one, yes. I should say. She's just, she knows what she wants and she doesn't let people step over her, basically. <gasps> the sort of way that Lucy talks for most of the movie, movie feels really fresh and modern and mm-hmm. it could just as he's now gone in a different direction. Her way of giving up on finding a new partner after having like one bad experience with Miles is sort of really sad, actually. That that felt a bit sad to me. Yeah. And then she was just walking on the beach for decades, basically. She didn't seem unhappy necessarily, but just sort of things aren't exactly the way that they should be. Yeah, um, and I also you know. think, you know, even though her, at that point, her experiences with Daniel, the ghost, is mm. sort of mostly like a hazy dream, hazy memory yeah. sort of situation, I think she still subconsciously feels that he's the one I should be with, but yes. she can't find him. Um, yeah. So that's, that is really sad, but then, yeah. of course, you know, we do lead up to a happy ending, so... Happy yeah. happy ending involving death, but still a happy ending. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the house itself, because we spend a lot of time in the house. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, it did balance it really well with being really looking very welcoming and warm and you being like, like the, as a... As a viewer being, oh, yeah, I can tell that that's a very nice house. The location is definitely very lovely. But it does have something spooky in it. You can feel that it's not quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's especially like, which is a big, well, not big, but it's it's a part of the movie where uh, the sailor has a painting of himself. It's a portrait of the sailor. And he does look kind of, oh, kind of, kind of stern and and not very gentle and his character does resembles that very much in the beginning when they start to interact and things like that he's very brash and um forward in a yeah but in a in a very yeah let's just say like a very very straightforward kind of way he's he's very direct when he's talking to to Lucy but the thing is Lucy's very direct back to him so their relationship immediately at least to me feels very very equal like they they have they're headstrong and they're equal people if that yeah, makes sense yeah yeah i mean he's yeah. he's by by her standards he's not necessarily a gentleman due to the way he talks and behaves yeah. but you know because of the way she sort of talks back to him and the, the ni- dynamic they have together uh it does become a really good relationship i think they're good for each other they you know wh- when her in-laws comes to visit and there's sort of a strange relationship mm. between those um he's really supporting her and sort of prepping her on and saying you know you Get rid of these people. They're not good yeah. for you. Uh, yeah. And I think that's 
uh, a really good thing. And <laughs> it's funny to see how her, how Lucy's sort of language is colored by his language <laughs> because she's not saying, blast you. And, yes. you know, it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it's a very give and take relationship. Like he also softens up a bit, yeah, and 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 stops having those really hard edges. So they do, they do gain a lot from each other. Yeah, so a really yeah. just really nice. Like watching it is really nice experience. I feel like as a as a viewer. Yes. Um, you just really wanted to work. You're sitting there thinking, but he's a ghost. How, yeah. <laughs> how movie, please make this work for, for me. <laughs> for, for a short while in the beginning, I was sort of thinking that maybe he had like faked his own death and he wasn't actually a ghost. And that was how it's going to be played out. But then, oh. you know, it, it, it turns out quite clearly uh yeah. quite soon that you know he's an actual ghost um yeah. but uh you know that could have could have gone down that route as well yeah and also you know i mentioned in the in the synopsis part like there's a, the plot twist of miles actually having mm. a wife mm. and i also had a feeling when when she started seeing miles and i oh you, i mean you really don't like him from the beginning he sort of stalks her because he sees her going past him on the street and she's going to the book publisher and he just turns her around immediately like absolutely predator mm-hmm. <laughs> which i mean that sort of thing can be cute i guess but it it doesn't come off as cute in the movie at least to no. me and it's maybe not it's supposed to no i don't, I don't think it's that, supposed to yeah because that's the thing like even even if you if you could say that oh it's conservative it's from the 40s men they're supposed to sort of hijack a taxi taxi it's not a car what's the english word for droska cab cab horse cab yeah, well, he sort of hijacks her horse cap. <laughs> oh, that sounds ridiculous. And he sort of leans in quite threateningly, and it's, it's it's just not nice. But she sort of responds in like, "Well, he was actually more nice than I thought." And you're like, "No, don't do this." Mm. But then it turns out that he is the asshole that we think he is. Mm. Because sometimes that's not super clear in these old movies. You yeah. can be an asshole like Miles and still sort of get the girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Side. Note. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we touched upon that slightly when we talked about Heaven Can Wait. Um, uh, about how character in that movie wooed his lady. Mm. Um, which by today's standards might be a little bit problematic but in that movie it kind of worked out uh, but here it's quite clear you know the wooing <laughs> yeah. my wooing of lucy is there is something wrong with it and you know even if you look at this from a 1940 standards i still think you're supposed to feel that yeah that's something wrong with that um yeah yeah like we don't want that to happen to Lucy. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it is based on her reaction. I kind of feel like you know she is settling. Um, you know she's oh, basically sure. she's basically saying you know, well, you know I I 
I don't want to maybe spend my, the rest of my life alone. Um, so, mm. and, and Miles is here, so I might as well, you know, go with him and he's not that bad. Uh, of course, it turns out that he kind of is that bad, but, but still, you know, from her perspective, it's sort of like, well, you know, I can't have the ghost, so I guess I take the living guy that is courting me. Um, mm. Which is sort of tragic when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> sad. Um, so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, when they actually, like, when they eventually got each other in the end, when he uh, he tells her, like, oh, it's it's time now, Lucy. And they're both walking into the sunset. I was weeping. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so sad and happy and like yes <laughs> yeah I mean oh, that felt so good that ending you yes know? you've been looking forward to that oh. the whole movie and I you know the pessimist that I am I always kept thinking oh it's gonna end like this you know <laughs> Miles and Lucy are gonna get together because you know she can't have Daniel mm. and you know everything like that but then it turns out exactly like I wanted it to and yeah. it was so beautiful it was beautifully shot too Oh, like yes. this, the way they Gorgeous. walked into. Mm. I think they walked out on like a bridge, so it yeah, was. I think so too. So they, they walked into like the mists and the oceans, and it was very beautiful. Yeah, um, because yeah, not to interrupt there, but he's talking at one point, I think, about like how how much things. It might have been when when they were saying goodbye, but I also think that like goodbye when he leaves her and he's like oh she, he's gonna she's gonna marry miles now i'm off now that part when mm-hmm. he's leaving her alone for several decades um but he's talking about um like oh all the things uh that you're not gonna see the oh the the, the city over there and the beach like like the travels he's done as mm-hmm. a sailor mm-hmm. and and the things i believe he knows that lucy might want to see really mm-hmm. yeah like that sort of adventurous experience filled life that i guess he just hopes that she'll have and you sort of when when the ending comes you kind of feel like yeah they're gonna somehow i don't know how ghosts do it in the afterlife but somehow <laughs> they're gonna have that they're gonna have those adventures uh, and they're gonna be just as real and and relevant as whatever she would have had in life and i think that's Gorgeous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I I could tell quite early in the film that this was going to be a movie that you totally loved, and especially yeah. when I got to the ending, I was like, "Yes, Emma's <laughs> going to love this." <laughs> because I'm such an emotional uh, uh, sucker for for romance stuff. That's well, well done. I have yeah. to add that. Not any I mean, old romance are. trash. No. Yes. Exactly. We are connoisseurs. Of romantic uh, yes. aspects of things, yes. yes. <laughs> so, fun, and this fun- was a good year for romance. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, funnily enough, this is the second Gene Tierney movie that we watched, and both of them had aging Gene Tierney. Oh, <laughs> yes. But oh, can we appreciate how how so much more well done it is yes. in this movie? Yes. <laughs> By by miles, yes. by miles. There's no badger wigs, no badger wigs, <laughs> listener. Just well done aging makeup, and a little bit something to the hair, but no, no road kills. No, I was very appreciative, and also yes. I really appreciated 
uh, because they sort of had a um, I'm not sure quite you would what, what, what you would call it, but a way of, of showing the transition of time uh, by the ocean sort of roaring, waves roaring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, over each other, and then having a wooden wooden plank with her daughter's name on it, and they were so t- talking in when they when the blade was um, edged in with her name. Mm-hmm. the the man who made it he said oh this will be here forever it'll stand the time forever you know mm-hmm. he was of course being a bit hyperbolic for the sake of the child being like whoa cool so that plank is also aging with mm-hmm. the waves and this happens like oh, okay now we're like 10 years in the future now 20 now maybe 20 more and also their clothing reflects it very well very well as well i think so mm-hmm. really the whole decades changing and time time moving forward was done very tastefully and gracefully i think yeah yeah and i i think they also also managed to catch how lucy even though she's living alone except for a daughter um mm-hmm. and and she she isn't married and she doesn't have daniel greg as a ghost as a companion um you know, there's still good parts to her life because, you know, we, mm. we sort of see when her daughter uh, brings home her fiancé and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's a really happy event. Uh, but then there's also these moments where she's walking alone on the beach and sort of, you know, it's, it's a little bit sad. So I think they really managed to capture that, you know, the duality of, yeah. of having a, a life that is both good and bad. And I mean, that's honestly yeah. how most lives are. <laughs> Yeah, so you know it it so felt true. very realistic that way you know it felt like a life that wasn't a bad life it wasn't perfect yeah. but it wasn't bad either yeah definitely and i also think the relationship between her and her maid or whatever it's called um mm-hmm. was well done as, as well i think um it did really come off as more of a friendship yeah and whether or not you think of that as a good thing or bad that could be a whole different discussion but let's stay with the basics here um and it was a really nice relationship i thought at least so yeah um very wholesome lovely little movie yes yes (laughs) uh and i would definitely recommend it to anyone who loves um romantic movies and you know something with a supernatural cozy twist yeah yeah Yeah. and also if you know you you like the sort of golden age hollywood uh scene oh yeah uh this is i think Mm. right up your alley so um, yeah yeah we highly recommended both of us i imagine yes stamp of approval yes (laughs) so um how about we move on to our usual set of hypothetical questions and I would like to start off with the Bang Bond Blast, if you're up for that. Sure, go ahead. Perfect. So I have a smorgasbord of famous people <laughs> that we've mentioned several times by now. Uh, and that is Miles Fairley, hmm. Daniel Gregg, hmm. and Lucy Muir herself. Ah, uh, well... <coughs> I have a high suspicion we might choose the same here. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, there's two of them that could be switched out. But mm, Miles, yeah. you're getting blasted. I mean, there's no choice here. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even though the actor who played him was fine looking, uh, maybe a little bit older than, than 
what is my taste uh, at this mm-hmm. point, but you know, it's fine. But he's still an ass, so he's getting yeah. bastard. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Daniel and Lucy. I mean, they're be- both beautiful people uh, in their own regard. Um, and both both sort of people that I think I would like to hang out with, uh, you know, because they have they have strong personalities, but I don't think either of them are really unkind in any way. Um, mm. Even though Daniel, you know, he's sort of... <laughs> he, he's, uh, like I said, not, not always a, a gentleman, maybe, but he is still good-hearted. Um, but I think... I would like to bond with Lucy because, you know, Jean Tierney is really, really beautiful. And I think, honestly, I think Jean Tierney is even more beautiful in this movie than she was in Heaven Can Wait. So, yes. you know, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm bonding her. There's, there's really no choice there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I can basically say copy-paste as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, just like what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being lazy. I just mean what you said <laughs> yes <laughs> um so from bang bang blast to something completely different and that is argue why this should win a gordon and a gordon is of course our version of the oscars and equally as valid as <laughs> aforementioned award <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i think there's several things that this movie deserves a Gordon for or or mm-hmm. deserves recognition for um you know the actors I think are great and I think mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful movie the way it's shot and everything um mm-hmm. but uh, sort of in lieu of what we've done before on the podcast I would say I would want to give this a Gordon for uh the aging makeup on Jean Tierney <laughs> oh you beat me to it yeah it. <laughs> You know, I suspected you would pick that, so I go first. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Well, I mean, the the memory of Heaven Can Wait is fresh in our minds, so mm-hmm. I am not surprised that we both went there. <laughs> hmm. So the question is, what do I want to give it a Gordon for? Um, I have to say, this might be... Yeah, yeah, okay, I got it, I got it. Don't worry, I got this. So this should win a Gordon for best supernatural couple in any movie in any movie mm. any movie yeah mm. you know i'm i'm going to be that bold that doesn't mean that i won't let any any other movie sometime in the future have that <laughs> lovely lovely award but i'm going with it. it i think it was really lovely yeah, yeah. i mean so I'm not arguing against you. I'm yeah. just saying it, yeah. it's a bold statement to say it's yeah. any movie, but it is a really good, um, a really good romance. Simply, yeah. um, I can't really think of any like supernatural, paranormal romance movie right? that is yeah. similar to this. No. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, me neither. And it's very wholesome and lovely, like I said, and that's why it wins mm-hmm. best. Or maybe I should say like the the loveliest. That might be better wording for it. But uh, I did really enjoy this movie and that's why like we said before, it's it's a definite recommend from us. Yes. Uh but you know, going with that with recommendations that is, uh I wanna know if you have any suggestions for something 
similar that would go with this? A double feature, that is? Well, I, you know, I do think that Heaven Can Wait can be a good double feature with this. Um, yeah. If nothing else, to compare the aging of Gene Tierney in both of those films, <laughs> that could be a fun exercise. <laughs> uh, but also because they have very different different sort of romances in those two movies you know mm. the one in Ghost of Mrs. Muir is more your traditional happily ever after kind of romance and the one in Heaven Can Wait has a slightly different approach but I yeah. think they, they can go well together um, I would also su- suggest one that I know I have mentioned on the podcast before which is Death Takes a Holiday from 1934 ah. um, that one is less less romantic I mean it still has a romance plot, um, and that is why I'm recommending it. But you know, while Ghost and Mrs. Muir is like almost completely focused on the romance, Death Takes a Holiday has other things going on as well, namely that Death has actually taken a holiday and no <laughs> one is dying. <laughs> um, but I think that they have a similar feel, maybe in this, you know, in how you know. Lucy and, and Daniel Gregg, you know, they're sort of talking and interacting with each other as a human and a supernatural mm-hmm. being. And in Death Takes a Holiday, you ha- also have um, a lady there who is human who is interacting with Death and they have a sort of relationship to each other. And I think um, those those two movies can do well together because of that. Yeah, good good, good suggestions. Uh, Death Takes a Holiday. We've talked about that a few times of watching mm-hmm. it, but... Um... Uh, maybe one time time it'll happen because I I do I'm very interested in it so a nice suggestion from you I think um, I'm gonna go in a bit of a darker uh, route you could call it um, I might have suggested this before or brought it up so if I'm repeating myself I'm sorry but um, I would recommend uh, Rebecca and mm-hmm. I can't recall who's the director, but it's from around the same time, I believe. Uh, Is it based on a book? Yes, I believe yes. it's Daphne mm-hmm. du Maurier mm-hmm. or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, and that is also a love story. And it's also involving possible or or definite, I'm not going <laughs> to spoil anything here, uh, haunting. And, you know, maybe ah. there's a ghost and something. Ooh, and there's a house that is taking center stage in the story as well. Mm. So... Uh, but that is definitely more gothic and and spooky and not intended to be sort of the lovely romance that um, mm-hmm. that um, that this is, of course. But uh, I I, f- I think they could go well together, actually. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Which year is Rebecca from? Do you know? Oh, I'd have to look it up. I can do that. Um, Nineteen forty, so a bit oh. earlier. Okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's it's Hitchcock, it's Alfred Hitchcock, ah. who's the director. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So there nice. you go. Mm. Yep. I should add this to the watch list. Yes, it is. Uh, it is terrific that movie. So. Um, I mean, yeah. my my watch list on Letterbox is like five hundred plus movies. <laughs> so you know, one more won't hurt. I'm just saying. <laughs> It'll drown in the crowd, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, but so I also, I, yeah, yeah, I also, Ghost and Mrs. Mew was on my 
watched this before. Now I'm one less on the list, so I have to fill up that spot. Exactly. You can't possibly just like let it drizzle down until it's none, no movies. It has to be an even 500. Exactly. Strive for that perfection. Uh, But yeah, let's let's round this off with uh, our last question that we usually ask, and that is: Should this be remade in 2020? Uh, uh, I think this was remade into a TV show. Uh, yes, it was in, 60s, I think. Yeah, 60s, 70s, thereabouts. I haven't seen that one. I don't know much about it. But honestly, I kind of feel like the story itself, sure, you can remake that. But I just feel that Ghost and Mrs. Muir, it has to be Gene Tierney. And I don't remember his name, but the, the dude who was playing Daniel Gregg. It has to be them, and it has to be this year, and it has to be in black and white. Because all of those things is what made this movie so great. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not just the plot. So honestly, I don't think I want to see a remake of this. Agreed. And I also like to point, well, add to that, that uh, I feel like this sort of concept, there's been a thousand Mm. uh, versions of this sort of concept after this one but this specific one like you say in this era with those people is a really nice one it's a gold nugget and i don't see any reason to to may remake this exact one just watch this one yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> you already have perfection what, yes, what do you want <laughs> exactly don't mess with it <laughs> yeah so, yeah, with that said, um, listener, have you seen The Ghost of Mrs. Muir? Uh, if you haven't, we highly, highly recommend it. Um, I think this is going to go down as one of our favorites that we watch for the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, either way, we want to know what you think. So, go to our Facebook page, Starcrash Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. We also have an Instagram account, if that's more your jam. And join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about Andromeda Strain. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs)